Hearing voices? I'm hearing voices. You're listening to Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. It's May, it's May, the rollicking, frolicking month of May, and this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson, we are joined by astronomer Darren Drake. Lots going on during the month of May. Darren, let's start with the basic question. If I walk outside and look up, anything special I should be aware of this month? Uh, Yes, hello, Scott. Um, Well, there is one thing of interest um, besides the eclipse. uh, We're going to have a conjunction between Venus and Jupiter. Uh, those two bright planets will be low in the southeast on at the end of April, around April 30th, and on May 1st. Uh, either morning would be good to look at. Just before morning twilight, you'll see them low in the southeast. And they'll only be about a half of a moon diameter apart. So it'll be a quite an interesting sight. And uh, especially considering that both objects so venus and jupiter are brighter than any nighttime star so it'll look kind of interesting to see those so close together in the uh pre-dawn sky on may 1st when i go out and look at that will i see it as two distinct stars or will they just appear as a really bright light yeah they'll be distinctly different um you can clearly see uh these items these uh two planets uh, as distinctly separate um about a half of a moon diameter is easily enough for the human eye to see as two objects now i suppose i've done what all good radio hosts should never do and that is bury the lead because of course we have something really cool this month talk to us about the eclipse yes um every couple of years or so we have a well-placed and well-timed total lunar eclipse and uh, that's the case this May 15th, Sunday, May 15th, there's a total lunar eclipse. And it's well-placed for us to view on a Sunday night. Um, and it's not at 3 a.m., which sometimes can be a drag. Um, it's at a much more convenient time, just before bed's, bedtime. Uh, so what happens is the moon moves into the Earth's shadow slowly. And um, the first part of the partial phase begins at about, well, these, these times are in central time. So about 9.27 p.m., uh, you'll start to notice a slight bite being taken out of the moon as it's a full moon rising in the low in the southeast at about 9.27. And then it will progress through the whole moon phase and become completely immersed into the Earth's shadow around 10.29 p.m. Central Time. And then at that point, you will still be able to see the moon, even though there's no direct sunlight hitting it because our Earth's atmosphere refracts all of the sunsets in the world onto the moon. And so that it will make it look red. It's And it will still be easy to see Um, but it will be a very dim reddish color and that is what will the way it will continue until the totality ends about 11 53 p.m central time low in the southeast or south southeast and then um it will continue on uh until the uh end of the partial phase around 12 56. So it's well-timed and well-placed for us to view. It'll be kind of low in the sky, not really, really high, 
but uh, it's a definitely an opportunity to take a look at something interesting. He is astronomer Darren Drake. He joins me this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. We are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week at whtc.com. I'm also available on Twitter at the Scott J. Watson. You're welcome to interact with me, and of course, if you're polite, I promise to respond. Darren, you mentioned that it has, it will appear red. It is known as the blood moon. Are we talking like roses are red? Are we talking an orangey, muddy color? What can we expect out of the blood moon this time around? Well, all eclipses are fairly unique. Um, The vast majority of them you can clearly see as distinctly orange or coppery color. Uh, Red is not it's not exactly correct so it's more orangey but um kind of like the sunsets are orange not quite red um there are some total lunar eclipses where it actually is black and you can't see it at all it's fairly rare um it happened once around i believe 1963 or so there was a total lunar eclipse where you couldn't even see the moon and this is due to the fact that there had been a volcanic eruption uh, earlier in the year and the volcanic aerosols made the Earth's atmosphere much more opaque, so it couldn't refract the light of the sunsets onto the moon. So it is, every lunar eclipse is quite unique, and uh, we really don't know exactly what to expect until it happens. So that's one of the more interesting things about these total lunar eclipses. We wind up with astronomer Darren Drake this morning on Hearing Voices with Scott Watson. I want to stay with the moon one more time. During the eclipse, obviously, over the course of a couple of hours, lots to look at. Assuming people have only the naked eye or perhaps a nice pair of binoculars, Anything specific they should be looking for? Well, um, it's fun to watch the eclipse progress through the uh, lunar surface. If you have a telescope where you can kind of zoom in more closely, you can watch shadows move across craters in a minute or two. And um, so that's kind of fun to watch the moon's motion as it orbits the Earth in that respect. Um, and in rare cases, when there's a total lunar eclipse, you can see um, uh, impact uh, of the moon by a, a meteor. You can see a brief flash appear on the moon. That has been recorded on video in more recent years as people record video uh, lunar eclipses with their video cameras. And uh, that happened at the last lunar eclipse. So. Uh, those kinds of things can be seen as well. So it's always fun to watch, and and again, we have no idea exactly what's going to happen, so we could be surprised with these kinds of things. And, of course, the one surprise we don't want, clouds. He is Darren Drake. Thanks for the visit this morning on Hearing Voices. Oh, thanks for having me, Scott.